Welcome to the Confidence in You podcast, designed to help you build confidence and create positive, lasting change in your life. And here's your host, Helen Luxford. Hi, welcome back and thanks for joining me again on today's podcast. We're going to discuss decluttering. And when I say decluttering, what comes to mind for most people is a messy environment, a physical environment. But decluttering is so much more than just physical. It's physical, it's our thoughts, and it's our feelings or our emotions around what we're thinking. So today we're going to start with thinking about our physical space and talking about decluttering our physical space. Now, even the best organised people can sometimes have a space that is a little bit not aligned or not exactly as they would like it to be and it may be a bit cluttered and this happens to most of us. So when we get a little bit cluttered then we are not as clearing our thinking. So if we have a cluttered environment it can affect how we see, how we think and how we feel about different situations and then how we respond or act or behave in that environment. So having a physical environment around you that allows you to flow and be in harmony with the environment is actually important. However, it happens that life gets a little bit out of control and sometimes we don't always have the environment around us that we would ideally like. So I'm going to use a metaphor of a desk today when we talk about this, but for you related to any environment that you are in a lot, so it might be your desk, it might be your office, it might be your home, it might be your car. Anything that you spend a lot of time in, a space that you spend a lot of time in, when I'm talking about this, think about your environment and the space you spend most of your time. So when you're thinking about that space now for you, your space that you spend most of your time, how do you feel when you think about that space? Does it bring a smile to your face? Do you feel good about it? At the moment, my desk is a little bit messy because I've had a lot going on and I haven't been as organised as I normally would be. So today, I'm going to clean up my desk because that will make me feel better. It will make me feel better about the space around me. So when you think about your space, what does it do for you? How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel good? Or do you think, hmm, I could improve a little bit on that space? So when you think about your physical space and how you feel about that physical space, think about it when it is in a good order, when it is how you would like it to be, when you've got images around you, whether it be photos or posters or your monitor's clean if it's your desk or the kids' play area is clean or whatever it is. Think about how you feel when it's exactly how you would like it to be. So I know when I go into my office and I'm ready to start working and I do a lot of work with clients on Zoom, so my office space is really important to me that I feel good about it. And when it's a little bit not quite as I would like it as it is at the moment because, as I said, I'm very busy, um, it can affect how I think and feel because then when I'm looking for my client file, whether it be on my desk or a physical file or whether it be my electronic notes. And again, think about your desktop and how organised that is because sometimes my desktop on my computer can get a little bit out of control too. And I need to take the time to 
organize that in a way that it's easy for me to find the files that I'm looking for on my desktop. So once I've reset, I've taken the time to make the changes, to get things back to the way I want, then I actually feel good about it. I feel different. And therefore, my mind is clear of worrying about where I'm going to find that file on my desktop or where I'm going to find that file, my physical file, on my desk, not on my computer desktop, but on my desk. So if you think about your environment, whether it be your lounge room, your kitchen, your workspace, wherever it is for you, when you feel good about that environment, how great does that feel? So decluttering can help us feel differently. And when we feel differently, we look for different things and we see things differently, which brings us to our mind being cluttered. And again, this is something that I do suffer from from time to time is I overload myself with lots of things. And in the past, I would rely on my memory to remind me to do A, B, C, D and E. And I've learned over time that to clear my mind, to declutter my mind, list making is really, really good. Now, if you're not a list maker, then write it down on a post-it note and stick it somewhere. But the point I'm trying to get is to declutter your mind, to clear your mind from worrying about things that you may forget or that you've just constantly got at the forefront of your mind, which is not allowing you to use that space in your mind for other things because your list is in your mind, then if you get it out of your mind and make a note of it on your phone or on a physical pad or a post-it note or something, but loosen your mind from it, allow it to free up that space, declutter your mind by creating a reminder somehow of that thing, that, that list of things that you need to do for the day, for the week, for the month, whatever it might be. And for me, creating a list, I sometimes write a physical list because I like to physically write. It's a very cathartic um, thing for me to do. I feel good when I've written it down because I feel like I've taken a step towards achieving it because I've written it down. But if I'm out and about and something pops up and it may be something that I thought that I would remember doing and then it's like, oh, right, I, I just... I haven't done that yet, I need to remember it. I'll pop it in my phone or I'll put it in my diary. I'm beginning to rely more and more on my diary notes, so I will block out time in my diary for the things that I need to do. So if I need to do banking to pay bills, I'll block out 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour, depending on how much I've got. I'm currently doing some things with family, my extended family, so if I need to do things for them, I've now allocated time in the week and I've blocked out two hours to focus on that. So during the week, if anything comes up in relation to those things that I'm doing for others, I know that I can just acknowledge that thought coming into my mind and let it go again because I've got those two hours set aside one day a week to focus on doing the family stuff. So decluttering your mind allows you to be more free to receive other things, to focus on what you're working on or the people that you're with being present with them. Decluttering your mind allows you to be more present in the moment, which is what life is all about, is being able to be present in focusing on the people in front of you, the task in front of you, the music, the dance, the joy, whatever it is that you're doing, being present in that moment. So think about what you can do to help yourself declutter your mind 
let go of those recurring thoughts that don't need to be recurring because you could make a note of them somewhere else. Know that that you've got that recorded, that you can come back to it, tick it off later, and you don't have to worry about it again. The next thing I want to talk about today is emotional clutter. Now, all of these things are connected, the physical, the mental, and the emotional. Because if we think about our physical environment, we will have reminders around us. Everything in our house will remind us of something because it will have been an event or an experience that we've had in our life to bring that thing into it, whether it's buying cups and saucers for your coffee, whether it's photos of family, whether it's memories of gifts that people have given you that you've got around the house. If something is in your house, there will be an emotional connection to it somehow. Now, it may be a, a light emotional connection that you've got five cups that are all the same and when you think about it, you went to the shop and you bought them and they were nice. Or it could be that it's a special cup or a mug that someone has given you. Your kids might have made it for Mother's Day, Father's Day at school. Uh, it might be a gift that a parent or a sibling or someone gave you. It may be something from someone who has passed on and that you have a really strong emotional connection to. And the first thing that we need to do is identify how strong an emotional connection we have to these things. And then is that emotional connection good or is it dragging us down? Now it's really important for you to think about the emotional connection you have with things, particularly strong emotional connections. A lot of time people will hold on to some things because they feel that they should because it's expected or the norm or others, family, friends might think differently of them if they don't keep that one thing in the house that's been there for so long. But when you look at it now, it may have been really significant to you at the time, but it's not so much now. Or it may be something that an ex-partner gave you that you feel you should hold on to because it might be worth uh, money that they spent on it. But when you look at it, it doesn't really lift you up or bring you joy. It actually reminds you of times that weren't that great. So think about all the things in your house. Are they bringing you joy? Are they lifting you up when you look at them? Do you smile when you look at them? Do you feel good when you look at them or pick them up or feel them or touch them or use them? And if so, put them in the... I'm keeping that pile. If you're looking at things or feeling or touching or using things now that aren't bringing you that comfort or that joy or making you feel good about things, then consider whether or not they should stay in your house. Because if they're a reminder of you of sad times or bad times or past that you don't really want to reconnect with on a regular basis, then you probably don't want to keep that in the house. So have a think about the things that are physically there but that have a strong emotional connection for you and whether or not you want to maybe pop them in the garage or pop them outside and see how you go and then if you're feeling good about it, then maybe they could be given away to another family member or a charity shop or if they're worn out and don't have any use anymore, maybe then maybe they need to go in the bin. So the three things we spoke about today is clearing of the physical clutter around your house and getting rid of things that you no longer use. 
And a good way to do that is to get everything out. So if you've got a lot of crockery or cutlery, get it all out on the bench and see how many of each thing you have. Do you need 18 serving platters? Probably not. Do you need 35 cups? Most of us probably not. So get everything out. Have you got 10 pairs of tongs and 5 wooden spoons? And Get the things out that you've got all the same. See how many of them you've got. And then make a decision to keep the ones that you want to keep. But let go of the ones that you don't need anymore. So physically, the same goes with furniture, with books, with clothes, with anything that you've got in your house that's a physical item. Think about getting them all out, having a look, taking stock really, that's what it's all about, taking stock of what you've got and then keeping what you need and letting go of what you don't. That's the physical element side of it. Then when we talk about the mind, clearing the clutter of the mind, think about ways that you can make things easier on yourself, that you can strategize and make notes so that you can let that go. You don't have to think about it anymore because you know that you've got a time set aside in your diary, you've made a note, or you've got an action now that you know you're going to deal with that at a certain point. And the third one is the emotional connection to things that you no longer need or don't bring you joy anymore and clearing them out as well. And when it comes to organising ourselves, organising things around our house, Something that my grandma used to say was, don't put it down, put it away. So if you've got things in your house and you're using them, don't just pop them down on the bench. Put them in the spot that they belong. And if you haven't got a spot for it and it's sitting around on the bench, think about, well, do you need it? Or is that something that can you can let go of and repurpose, give it away to someone else or give it to charity? So they're the three things that we spoke about today was decluttering your physical space to allow yourself to feel better about that environment that you spend a lot of time in. Decluttering your mind by creating habits that allow you to record things that you need to do but let go of them so that you've cleared your mind to focus and be present in the moment on whatever you're doing now, being with the person that's with you now or focusing on that task that you're doing now. And the third thing is decluttering that emotional connection to things that you no longer want to have that emotional connection to. This can be a tricky one, but it, it is something that you can do. So sit back and hold those things. See how you feel when you're holding them. And if you feel a good connection with it, keep it. If that connection is now waning or gone or it doesn't bring you joy anymore consider letting that go too i hope you enjoyed today's session please follow me on my socials and i look forward to seeing you at our next session coming soon thanks very much Bye. and thank you for listening to the confidence new podcast follow helen on instagram helen luxford 100 on facebook helen luxford coaching and hypnosis and on YouTube, Helen Luxford. And access more free resources on Helen's website, www.helenluxford.com. Music, Sunbeam, by purpleplanet.com.